God over money. Time ticking, my time ticking. I ain't even had fries with the Popeye chicken. I ain't even had sides. I was high five licking at the crib on the couch with the Wi-Fi tripping. I- what up, what up? It's your boy Marcel Hall. Thank you for listening to the Hallway Podcast. As usual, we talk about sports, hip-hop, life, kingdom, you name it. Whatever's going on in the news, we talk about it. I know it's been a long time since we had an episode, and I'm sorry, but now we're here. And we do have a lot to talk about, everybody. We have a whole lot. We haven't talked since the Lakers won a championship, since the Dodgers won a championship, college football started, the football season. So we have a lot to get to. Want to quickly give a shout-out to to uh, my, my young homies over at the Supreme Court, uh, uh, Cal State Fullerton household. What's up, man? Appreciate you guys tuning in to the uh, to the to the podcast. So let's go ahead and let's get into it. And we have to go there. All right, we just have to go there. I tell you this. I got a call from my younger brother Isaac, uh, who's from the Bay Area. He called me one day with a serious question that made me ask the same thing. Yes, we have Lakers. And Dodger championships. First time in a long time for both. Those who know me know I am not a Dodgers fan whatsoever. I am not a Laker fan whatsoever. So what I'm going to pose to you is not out of hatred. It's not out of spite. Possibly bias. Perhaps. But it's not out of hatred. It's just out of honesty. You know. And I know we like to have honest conversations. We like to keep it 100. Let's keep it 100. So let's ask this question. Do these championships really count? Do the Lakers and the Dodgers championships really count? Yes, look, look, I know that they count, but should they count the same as real championships? Marcel, how could you say that? What do you mean? COVID. That's what I mean. These are COVID championships. These aren't real championships in a real regular season, in a real scenario. These are COVID championships. I mean, let's be honest here. These are COVID championships, man. The NBA was in a bubble. There's no season before with a a bubble. Will Chamberlain wasn't playing in a bubble. Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, they've never played in a bubble before. The Miami Heat wouldn't have wouldn't have went to the NBA Finals if, if there wasn't a COVID bubble. Major League Baseball, they played less than half of the games. They only played 60 games. They played 200, 245 in a season. They played 60. They played in Texas for the World Series. They didn't play in, in L.A. They didn't play in Tampa Bay. They, they played in Texas. No home field advantage. No home court advantage. This isn't a real regular season. This something. Do we have to put an asterisk next to it? We have to. These are COVID championships. That's the way it should look. When we're looking at your Wikipedia, your, your MLBreference.com, whatever website you want to look at, and you look down and you say, oh, okay, here are those COVID championships. You see the little asterisk next to it? Yeah, and that's where we could tell our kids and our grandkids, yeah, you see there was COVID that was going on, and that's what it was. Because that's what these are. These are COVID championships in the nba there was no home court advantage you you know where the home court advantage came from who whatever team's baby mamas were louder than the other baby mamas if your team's baby mamas and wives and kids were louder than the other ones you had a home court advantage that's not nba playoff basketball there's no pressure with that 
when, when, when you got your baby mama yelling at the other team, that, that come on, man. That's like playing over at Mile Square Park. These aren't real championships. Look, I'm not hating. I'm just keeping it honest. I'm just keeping it real. Now, look, I'll say this. If the Bulls won a championship, maybe I'd be singing a different tune. If the Braves or the Angels won a World Series, maybe I'd be singing a different tune. But I don't think so. Because these are COVID championships. Just like the 1998 uh, or 99 Spurs, when they won the uh, uh, NBA championship when it was a lockdown season, we all know that. We all go, yeah, they won, but that one doesn't really count the same. They only play like 40 games, and it was a shortened season. And that's what this is. Lakers, yeah, LeBron, they won, but it was a COVID championship. The Dodgers won first time in 30-some years. Yeah, it was a COVID championship. So, look, you get props. You just don't get the same type of props. But here's the thing, Lakers and Dodgers fans, just so you know I'm not hating on you, I believe this should apply to all championships this year. Masters, COVID masters. Winning Wimbledon, COVID Wimbledon. Football, COVID Super Bowl championship. Because see, here's the thing. Here's a microcosm of it all. Here, we'll, we'll state my case here, okay? Everybody's looking for evidence right now. That's the talk right now. Where's the evidence? No evidence. Here's the evidence why we should have an asterisk next to it, why these are COVID championships, and they really shouldn't count the same. College football. Listen to these three ranked teams. Liberty, Coastal Carolina, and the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Raging Cajuns. They're all ranked. 15, 21, and 25. The 15th, 21st, and 25th fifth best teams in the country. Liberty, Coastal Carolina, and Louisiana Lafayette. The Raging Cajuns? Liberty. Isn't that like a DeVry offshoot campus? Isn't that like IT&T's East Coast campus or something? Coastal Carolina. That sounds like a hotel. That's not a college football program. It sounds like, oh, yeah, where, where'd you go in the week? Oh, yeah, we went to this place and we stayed at the Coastal Carolina. It's not Coastal Carolina beat us in football on Saturday. And then the Raging Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns. That sounds like some seasoning. That sounds like, hey, give me some, some lorries and give me the Raging Cajuns. That's what that is. They're ranked. We can't take this college football season for real this year. We, we just can't. It's a COVID championship. Okay? When you got a hotel, a training school, and food seasoning, they're ranked teams. You know that this is something, that this isn't normal. And this can't be counted. Liberty. Come on, man. It's a technical school. They probably got 30-year-olds out there, 32-year-olds trying to relive old memories. They're not 18 and 20-year-olds. They're trying to relive memories. Al Bundy types. Let's go back and play while I get my AA degree. Coastal Carolina got hotel employees out there playing. And the Raging Cajuns. I think that's Bobby Boucher's team over in Waterboy, isn't it? Isn't that, wasn't that their team? The Raging Cajuns? I mean, think about that. If these are the teams that are in the top 25, Indiana's a top team, top 10 team in college football. If that's college football, we know that there's a problem. This is a COVID season. So when the basketball and baseball, these championships, sorry, Lakers, sorry, Dodger fans, those are COVID championships. Get your pen ready. Get your asterisk next to it because that's what it is. We just can't count these championships. I'm sorry. I'm not crazy. Don't blame me. I didn't bring about COVID. All right. I'm just being honest. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Don't shoot the messenger.
You know, people are saying stop the fraud, stop the count, all these type of things here. I say stop counting these championships. Stop counting them as being real. Call them what they are, COVID championships. They're COVID championships. That's what they are. I want to move on to another one of our favorite segments here, and that's Sprinkle Me. Sprinkle Me, my 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 Big Timer, Timer, Big Timer. If you're just listening to our podcast for the first time, Sprinkle Me is where we like to sprinkle you with some wisdom. We want to sprinkle you with some games, some things that we've learned, and so just some wisdom that you can live by and that can help you really succeed in life. And so here's our our wisdom here for the hour here, all right? And that is don't start college football games while people are still sleeping. Don't start college football games while college students are still sleeping. What are you talking about, Marcel? The Pac-12 conference, it's usually the West Coast, starting their college football games. Some of the games are starting at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. That's right. 9 a.m. on Saturday morning, there's a college football game starting. Does that sound right to you? Does that sound sane? Some of you have been to college. Some of you haven't. It's all good. But let me help you out. College students aren't awake at 9 a.m. In fact, 85% of college students are still sleeping in their drawers at 10 a.m. on Saturday. They haven't even cracked open the Fruit Loops cereal box yet. Mm-hmm, that's right. So to have college students prepare for a game, be at a game, play in a game, or attend a game at 9 a.m., that's cruel and unjust punishment. And that just doesn't make any sense. That just doesn't make any sense. I mean, because it's good that they actually have no cheerleaders right now and it's done during COVID. Because just imagine... Having these cheerleaders show up and be ready to cheer on their football teams at 9 a.m. What's that going to look like? Curlers in their hair. Makeup not done yet. Go to halftime. The the cameraman goes to her. She's putting on her lipstick. I mean, come on, man. It's 9 a.m. in the morning for college students. Mm -hmm, That's right. They're they're not ready to play a football game. They're not ready for that. That means you got to get up at 5 a.m. Go to a football game and play. You got to be there. Come on. That, that just doesn't make sense. Again, that's cruel and unjust, unjust treatment of these players and these fans. I mean, when we get fans, they're going to be in their pajamas. You're going to have half the crowd, half the college students in their pajamas. Because why? Because nobody plays a college football game on Saturday a.m., Saturday at 9 a.m. And supposedly, this was done to get national attention, to get some national attention to the Pac-12 what demographic are you aiming for, Pac-12? What demographic? Is this the senior citizen market? Because that's the only one that makes sense, right? Because they're the only ones up and ready to go by 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning for a college football game. So if you're not aiming for the 18 to 49 demographic, you're aiming for that 50 to 82 demographic, that one that's real popular with advertisers, then okay, that makes sense. But let me sprinkle you with some game. Don't start college football games before noon. Don't start college football games before. College students are still sleeping. Remember, many of them were partying the night before. They're not ready for a game to get up at 9 a.m. Who wants to be tailgating at 7 a.m.? You don't want to cook hot dogs and sausage and burgers at at 7.45 a.m.? That don't make any sense. Now, maybe it'll help with some drinking, but, man, you might even produce some problems, man, because people start drinking at 7 a.m. There's a problem. Again, 
Pac-12. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Never start a college football game before the students wake up. That's right. I want to transition now to a new segment we're going to have on the show. And that's Real Deal or Fake News. And that's relevant, real deal, humbly feel. Or he's alright, but he's not real. What we want to do with this segment here is we want to explore uh, players, positions, things that are going on and see, okay, are they the real deal or are they fake news? All right. And so let's go ahead and let's just knock out a number of them. We're talking college football, pro football. We're going to be talking about it all right now. Let's go ahead. Georgia football. Fake news. He's all right, but he's not real. You see, Georgia football, I've been told, is one of the elite teams. Now They're up there, probably top 10, but they're not top four. Not this year at least. Top two teams they played, whooped them. Supposedly, Georgia had a great defense, gave up over 40 points to both Florida and Alabama. Fake news. Kyler Murray. Let's go to the NFL. That boy's the real deal. And that's relevant, real deal, humbly field. That man's the real deal, okay? Look, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't sure. I was like, man, the guy's my height, okay? The man's my height. But that boy can ball. That boy is balling. And I hate it because he's on the Arizona Cardinals and I'm a 49ers fan. But that man can ball. Again, the man's my height. He's the spud web of football. He's 5'6", well, I'm 5'6". And the man is out here balling, throwing touchdowns. He's faster. He's Now, he, he looks it looks crazy because it takes 45 steps to get 10 yards. But the boy's fast. He's balling, has a cannon. You saw that that miracle play that happened. Yes, that was DeAndre Hopkins that, that did maybe most of the work. But he threw a great pass to get it to him. Kyler Murray. The real deal. Holy field. Let's talk about Michigan football. We've heard for years Michigan football is back. Fake news. He's all right, but he's not real. Sorry to all my Michigan fans, but that's fake news. Every year we hear Michigan might challenge Ohio State. Hasn't happened. Don't see it happening. Definitely not happening this year. And in fact, Michigan football, you are not back. You've had a couple players come out of there. I like Peppers, a couple other guys that have come out there. But no superstars. Who's the last superstar to come out of Michigan? You definitely haven't had a quarterback all these years. And Michigan hasn't had a quarterback? Michigan football's not back. That's fake news. Let's go on over to the NFL. The Buffalo Bills. They're the real deal. And that's relevant, real deal, humbly field. You see that quarterback over there? He could play. I, I wasn't believing in him uh, first couple years, but that boy could play. The defense is good. They, they, they got a tough team. I like the coach. I like the culture that they're bringing of toughness. The receivers can make plays. They have Stephon Diggs leading the league in, in yards. Uh, you know, I believe that the Buffalo Bills, outside of the Chiefs, they can hang with anyone in the league. They can. They can hang with anyone in the league. They put a whooping on Seattle two weeks ago, and the boys, they, they can ball, especially if you play them up there in, in Buffalo uh, during late in the season. Let's go back to college football. Penn State football. Fake news. He's all right, but he's not real. You see, Penn State football is not good. They haven't won a game all year. Haven't won a game all year. Penn State football is not, they're not good this year. And I heard that they're back and they're one of elite programs. They're not an elite program. That's fake news, okay? You see them in Michigan always supposed to be challenging the Big Ten. No, no, no. There's two teams in the Big Ten. It really just one, Ohio State and Wisconsin. But Wisconsin is second tier. That's where Penn State is, second tier, third tier. They really only have two shiny moments over the last decade. Two shiny moments. 
They beat Ohio State, they upset them once, and then they lost to USC in the Rose Bowl. Those are their two shining moments. Penn State football, fake news. Let's stay in college football, Notre Dame. They're the real deal. And that's relevant, real deal, humbly field. Notre Dame is the real deal, okay? Yes, they beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, I know that. But Notre Dame was running the ball all over Clemson. They were running up and down the field on Clemson. And in fact, they left points on the board. They actually should have beat them more. They shouldn't have even went to overtime. Notre Dame football is the real deal. They're one, they, I would say, yeah, right now, the teams I've seen, they are one, two, or three in the country. They, they handled the line of scrimmage Clemson on both sides of the ball. Notre Dame is the real deal. Now let's talk about USC football. And that's relevant, real deal, humbly field. Or he's all right, but he's not real. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I need to levent, okay? Shout out to my boy Martin Chires. He came up with this term, levent. Levent means to lament and vent, okay? I need to do that. I need to have some, some lamenting right now. I need that. I need to lament, and I need to do some venting, okay? So I'm going to levent right now about USC football. USC is 2-0, and but boy, they look like they're 0-2. The way they play, they should be 0-2. They, they have not looked good. They played 120 minutes of football. They have looked bad for about mm, 111 of those. USC has not looked good. They've had to come from behind to beat teams that are not as good as them. They don't have the same level. And these wins feel like losses. They do. And it's not just me. To the average rational person. And in fact, even a child understands this for USC football. I was talking to my nine-year-old daughter, baby girl, this morning. And I said, hey, USC won. She said, oh, okay. And, I said, and she said, you know, was it like last time when they were losing the whole time and then they came back and won? I said, yeah, unfortunately it was. Yeah, they played a team that wasn't as good as them, but they came back and won at the end. It's not good. She says, wow, well, that's like a loss then. And I said, you're right. That is like a loss. You see, if my nine-year-old daughter gets the USC barely beating teams from behind in the fourth quarter and the last minute lucky plays is a win, no, it's really a loss, okay? It's really a loss because to, to play like that, it, it's, it's embarrassing and it's sickening and they're not getting better. And this is the problem. You never feel good watching an SC game. If you're an SC fan, you never feel good. Because when they lose, you're upset. When they win, you're upset. And so it's a lose-lose situation. And it's the same story every year. There's talent, but they underachieve. They lack toughness, and they lack discipline. Guys don't develop the way they should be developing. And so it's sickening. It's tough. And this is why I need you guys. I need y'all to pray for me. Play, pray for me, please. You see, because these are tough times. These are tough times emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually for me. Okay? So I need for y'all to pray for me during these college football and NFL seasons. Just pray for me every every weekend until football is over. Because, you see, Saturday, USC frustrates me because they look terrible. Sunday, 49ers have 200 injuries. They lose in the second half. It's terrible. And so there's, 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 not, good, there's not a good moment on Saturday and Sunday for any football. And so I need y'all prayers. I, I do. Just pray for it, brother. At some point on Friday, say, Lord, please help Marcel deal with this college football and, and, and deal with USC's performance tomorrow and the 49ers on Sunday. I'd appreciate that because I believe that would help me. No, in fact, I know that's going to help me. 
I know that's going to help me. And I know what also is going to help me. It, it, it helps me. What's going to help me get through this time or your prayers and knowing that the Lakers and the Dodgers have an asterisk next to their championships because they're COVID champions. <laughs> I'm your boy, Marcel Hall. Tune in to the next episode of the Hallway Podcast. It's official.